Welcome to episode 83 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I are covering chapters 23 through 26 of Tracy Wolf's Court. And in this episode, Grace and the gang are hanging out in the witch's court talking to the king and the queen. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. What is up, guys? Episode 83. Um, this episode, you know, we've got a spoiler that is kind of world ending for charm that amber noted um and i, I Did was you notice it yeah yeah okay. and i and i went to i went to write you know put it in the spoilers and i saw you'd already covered it so but it, it's i think that this is really gonna be something like sometimes we come up with spoilers and they're um they're kind of more theory than anything but this one feels like a real solid clue so um guys just listen out for the wolf howl because if you have not read charm you're going to want to leave towards the end of the episode we don't have a lot of spoilers today uh, i have a spoiler that's kind of court related and amber has a charm spoiler um so you'll definitely want to leave if you have not read through charm when you hear that wolf howl again but um last we left off Grace and Hudson and the gang, they had they had just gone through the portal from Catmere. Catmere Academy has fallen um, because Jackson and Hudson had to collapse it in order to kind of take down this army of wolves that descended upon the school to try to um, capture everybody. And they decided to go to the witch's court to kind of take refuge, but they were not met with a good reception. Um, and there were they were being led to the throne room to see the witches or witch king and queen. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where we are starting off. And I guess I should have mentioned it's chapters twenty three through twenty six today. Um, Okay, Amber, you go ahead and start, um, since I think that you took a, most of the starter notes. Yes. Um, so they go into this big, big great hall, and uh, and great, uh, Grace kind of goes out like, this is definitely named correctly. Um, but that's what they're all called in castles, so it wasn't too weird of a note for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the one thing that I did notice was that there are like people like laughing and chilling out and just having conversations with each other. And there's also like a buffet. And I'm like, why is there a buffet? Children have literally just been abducted. They're just celebrating, you know, it's a Wednesday. Um, but then based on what happens later, I feel like maybe it might have been a bribe from Cyrus. Oh, like like he sent food? Like Yeah, he he, he, yeah, he sent a cornucopia. Of, of food oh okay he's like you know hey you know we i've got your kids but here's a platter of some of those little pigs in a blanket enjoy yeah, to kind of to kind of sweeten the deal he's got like little cheese cubes with the little plastic swords stuck in them you know because it didn't say anybody was eating that's it just yeah. says that there was a buffet and you it just it kind of has it in my head that cyrus wouldn't really understand the meaning of compassion um so wouldn't really care maybe it's more like a week made me think of a week what if, you know like if you've had your funeral if i was grace like walking in with everybody i would have like stopped and looked over and been like is this for everybody 
Can, yes. You might like are those deviled eggs for anybody? <laughs> can I get myself like a little a little plate? Is that okay? <laughs> what are your go-to items on a on a buffet? On a buffet? Um well, I guess it depends on where the buffet is cuz like there we've got like Chinese buffets, we've got like No, 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 no. Golden no, Corral buffet, we got just... cookout like if you're having a cookout and you got just a big table spread laid out. See, UK buffets, they all have exactly the same items every single time. Oh. Our buffets have everything. Like Nah. You have to go if you go for like an all you can eat, like a Chinese. Mm-hmm. It always is always a Chinese. Um, or um there's also ones of like loads of different cuisines. So you can go to like the China section or you can go to the India section and like you choose whichever you want. Um but usually it's like sausage rolls. Scotch eggs, which are boiled <laughs> eggs wrapped in sausage meat and then in breadcrumbs. That's like a typical thing. Nah. Um, which I once forget uh, mistaken for a garlic mushroom. If you uh, <laughs> listen to uh, one of our earlier podcast episodes where I told you how I met my husband. Uh, <laughs> and um, you like little like finger sandwiches. Do you do the finger sandwiches? Nope. With like crusts cut off? Nope. Always in triangles? That's the most sad, disappointing fillings as n- well. No, that's like British people and old people who want to feel British. Oh, that's... yeah, no, always finger sandwiches at a buffet, always. And it's always egg mayo, cheese and pickle. I... None of this. Huh? None of this. None of, none of the things that you're... <laughs> if you uh, Like, if you're going to, like, Golden Corral, which is probably the most American of the American buffets, you go to Golden Corral, you get yourself, like, a plate of mashed potatoes and fried chicken and maybe, like, a slice that's of meatloaf. That's, huh. that's a meal. Yeah, but you go up and you go and you get multiple plates. That way you can just gorge yourself on... on More a, than one meal. Yes. <laughs> You, you No, we we have like tiny little bits where like everybody could like have like a miniature of olive on or a minute miniature quiche. Quiche is always there. Always a quiche. No. I think you call them flan. No, we have quiche. Okay. Flan is like like the jelly dessert. The dessert y- version. Yeah, yeah, like the Mexican dessert. Yeah. No, we we our our, our buffets are always the same. I need always. Now I feel now I feel like I need to send you a picture from Golden Corral. I will post it. Okay. <laughs> I'll post it in the card. You may continue though on your okay. next note while I Um yeah, um so there there was a word that she said that that, that there wasn't too many things that, that appeared to be obsequious. I was like, Ob- what the fuck is obsequious? Obsequious. Obsequious. And I had to google the definition and it is to be over the top with servitude or obedience. Oh. As in, like, you are, like, the lowest of the lows, and you're like, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, yes, 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 <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Do you think... It was weird. It's a really very weird sentence. Do you think that that's a term that Tracy uses in her day-to-day, or is that I just... So. Did, did, was that, like, one of those moments where she was like, I need a synonym for... And then she just... Obedient. Yeah. Maybe. Because that's a pretty wild word for us, like, 18-year-old to use. All right. I've, you know, 
for some reason, my husband has signed us into Bing, so I'm just going to paste. Bing? Yeah. Here's here's a Bing a Bing link for you in the bottom of the card. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, en- enjoy scrolling through that of Golden Crown. That's not a buffet. <laughs> That's, it's literally a buffet. <laughs> Fried chicken, some some fried okra, some fried okay. potatoes, some fried for, for, fish. <laughs> for all the, the the British people that are listening, it is all you three know, when of you. you. Go to, you, you know when you go to a hotel and you get the um, English, the traditional English breakfast, where everything is served on like hot plates in like individual serving trays with spoons. Um, or when you go to like a Toby Carvery and then you've got all of like the vegetable bits and the potato bits and they're all like in individual bits, that that's what their idea of a buffet is, but <laughs> loads of random stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like when you want to go to eat, but you don't know what to eat and you're just like, I'm going to eat the main course Everything. from every restaurant <laughs> all at once. And then you just pile your plate with that. Um, anyway, now that we've all learned something today, um, so Grace and, and the gang are standing in front of the king and queen and everybody bows and Grace goes to bow or kneel and like Jackson and Hudson grab her elbows and like prevent her from, from bowing to the king and queen and then she's like oh right i'm a queen which yeah i don't i don't know i think it just kind of makes her look like an asshole but yeah but but also like the fact that she didn't know to bow when a king and queen walk in anyway it wasn't her immediate response which i feel is like an idiot move yeah i'm gonna let siren out of the room she's moaning oh that's fine that's fine i heard that i heard that little like (laughs) but yeah so um grace just kind of stands there and is looking at the king and queen and they they like have murder on their face um she was asleep when i first died huh she was asleep when i first started and she just slowly started to make weirder and weirder noises (laughs) me too (laughs) Um, Grace standing there, though, like, honestly, I would pee myself if everybody... Yeah, I've had a few nightmares like that. Yeah, like, that would just be so uncomfortable. I would rather... I think that it would have been better for her to just, like, bow with everybody. Like, blend in. Do what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I kind of understand where Jackson and Hudson are coming from, where, like, they know that Grace doesn't really understand the etiquette of queens and kings and stuff like that. But she's already made a kind of statement about herself to Alistair and the Gargoyle Court that she's, I'm not that kind of queen. And I think that she needs to kind of take take on the role as she wants to rule she keeps following everybody else's rules and i feel like actually maybe if she had bowed even if it wasn't all the way to the floor just a sign of respect maybe the conversation would have gone a bit differently because the way that the king and queen came over was very much like uh she'd pissed in their cornflakes immediately yeah Yeah. 
Like it was immediately a sign that they took as disrespect and they yeah. they treated her as such. And you know, they they tried to seek sanctuary and basically the king is like, You're not asking for help, you're demanding, you're demanding it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um and right when Macy starts to explain um what Maurice had told them that that the children were being taken not just as hostages but to like siphon out their magic before she could even get the statement out the king is just like enough lies and first of all I'm like why they haven't said anything that like alludes to them lying like from this you know from so far the king and queen have believed everything that they've said it's not like they've been accused of lying this whole time like the king and queen know that they're being honest like where where did the lie accusation come from it reminds me of vander and when but, it, when is when has cyrus ever been truthful as well right right like why why accuse the children of lying when you know when they know for a fact that cyrus has been lying like I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just I, that was a really weird thing. Like, it would have been okay to be like, "Enough! I don't want to hear it anymore." But you enough lies. Children. Yeah, enough lies. That what lies? <laughs> yeah. Was, Maybe he just didn't want to be shown up in front of his court. You know how like they're kind of having a conversation that should have been dealt with in private, um, but it was almost like a show of power in in the way of. She stood the king and queen up in front of his whole court by not bowing. And now she's kind of making demands. Yeah. And he's like, no, get out, bitch. Like, I think I think the whole thing would have gone over better if, if she had kind of approached them as if, like, well, no, they are royalty. And I need to talk to them as if... But she didn't even really do that to, um, to Mira, uh, Miri, whatever her name is. Yeah, she she's not meeting everybody like halfway, you know, with no. e equal respect. It's more like I deserve as much respect as you do. And she's kind of demanding that respect rather than being kind of calm in the situation and saying, look, like I'm a queen, you're a queen. We all want the same thing. Like where where's let's find the common ground here. What can we do to help each other? She's just like, we need this and you need to help us because like it it, it definitely does come off kind of harsh, but it, it it does feel accurate for how a teenager might behave. You know, I think that the the diplomatic well, they copy side adults. comes from comes from they, experience. They, they, they copy adults, but slightly incorrectly yeah like adults kind of have a, a bit of a gravitas towards the way that they can speak to other people because they already have the years of experience she's going into it speaking in the same manner but she doesn't have the experience or the knowledge or the the respect yet of these people like she's done nothing to earn their respect yeah i mean so why would they these are these are high school children basically mm -hmm. that are that are coming in and trying to play like, you know, they, they're going to be able to fight an army of thousands. Like it does take, it makes total sense that they were so easily dismissed. Um, but then Grace like holds up her hand and shows them that she actually has the crown. And that to me, it's like, 
you know, the monkey has a loaded gun right now. They're just like, oh, <sighs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the witches react to the crown much like a vampire does to a crucifix. Like, <laughs> No, no, take it away, get it away. <laughs> like, scrambling in their thrones. Yeah, like, boo. Yeah. And, and the next notes, we both had the same note, essentially, but different, different, like, ways about it. So, <laughs> you go first, and then I'll do mine. <laughs> I was like, I, was like, oh, I, I have the crown. Oh, yeah, you and whose army? My fucking army. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just like uh, the way that they said it was like, well, don't worry, because the crown means nothing without the gargoyle army. He's like, well, good thing I have it then. Yeah, yeah. I, I The way she said it is so petty. Yeah. But I think she almost kind of forgets that she has it for a while and is like, go straight to the kind of a blind accusation at her grandfather for not mentioning it. Rather than going like, oh, wait, I have it. There's no issues here. Yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely trying to show a little bit of power here. I, I said, like, mm -hmm. I have the crown. Well, it's useless without the gargoyle army. I have the army. Well, fuck. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then when she shows them that she has the ring, I love how how the king is just like, hey, hey, who gave you that ring, young lady? Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> like, you What's stole. in your mouth? Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he was just like, you stole it. She, I didn't steal it. My my grandpappy. Like, why, why, who, would, who would she steal it from anyway if she's the only gargoyle in existence? Right. As far as everybody else is concerned. Who would she have stolen it from that would give a shit? They're all dead. Right, right. No, my grandpappy gave it to me. Um, and also, they've not really cared about the fact that she's just let on that all of the gargoyles are, are actually alive. Yeah, she says she talks about the army and no and nobody's just like, oh, cool. You have the army. Where are they? Like, no, everybody. Like they're, they're alive. They're safe. They didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> like she showed off alone. a ring and it was, that was like, oh, yeah, you've got a ring. Perfect. That makes perfect sense. No, there yeah. are essential details missing. And also she's she's let this bomb drop in this middle of this room with like quiet silence and all of her friends also had no idea. <laughs> and none of them got They're upset. All just like, Wait, what? Yeah. She's like, I haven't exactly had time to let you know. <laughs> That's I mean that while that is true, she could have like hollered Texted it like them. guys while they're running. Guys, I need to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's also noticed that she suddenly got a ring the amount of times that hudson's held her hand since oh he's yeah not noticed that she's wearing a weird ring and i and i definitely imagine it to be like this massive gaudy like huge ugly thing oh yeah like a man ring and it also has to be recognizable as well can you imagine like turning up with any emerald ring and be like see bitch i have the gargoyle army and they're like what the fuck is that they pull out those tiny little, like, jeweler's glasses, like, can I see? <laughs> yes, it is. It is hallmarked. It is indeed the ring. They get that little, that little tool that you, like, tap to it to test if it's, if it's real. You know what I mean? He asks whether he can bite it to see whether it's real diamond. <laughs> 
Also, it's been on this man's ring, like ring finger for a thousand years. It's like all crusty and old. Like I don't know whether you mm. want to watch for a bit too long, but you got like the skin cells underneath. That's going to be disgusting. What? It's going to be all discoloured and tarnished. It doesn't matter how good your jewellery is. It cannot be worn for a thousand years and not be cleaned once. I'm under the impression that when Grace shifts, she like her whole outfit shifts, but the unkillable beast when he shifted, like or when he was it as the unkillable beast, like he didn't have on like an, his nice little tunic and his his ring on his finger, like it's his pantaloons. His pantaloons. Yeah, he he was I mean, I I think that when he shifted back into a human he should have just been butt-ass naked i think that that would have made way more sense but apparently not but yeah for continuity's sake he should have been butt-ass naked yeah yeah <laughs> then then it's like oh who are you oh naked grandpa naked grandpa yeah but he wasn't grandpa like age that's true that's true but also at no point did he go well, yeah, yeah, you're you're uh, definitely a descendant of mine. I don't remember having kids though, but you're definitely a descendant. Of mine. <laughs> I can like, smell at no it. Point has he, at no point has he said that he's got like a son or a daughter. You're right. And where they are. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's not concerned to find them, even if he does. He's no. like, "Where's my wife? What about your children? Yep. No, my wife." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, I, I really feel like the king and queen are kind of, um, they didn't want to help, but the, it, it, was it Hudson who was like, oh yeah, well then you'll help then. Or like, no, yeah. wait. And, and then, yeah, they, they kind of managed to wrangle out a kind of... Yes. Well, if the children are safe, we, we will we will pledge ourselves to your cause. Yeah, and yeah. Grace is a bit like, if anybody can see it, that, I'm very sorry about my puppy. I can't wait. She's led upside down at my feet, demanding scratches the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and my chair is the most squeaky of all, and I'm trying to do it without the squeaks being picked up by the microphone. Um, yeah, and then like Grace like pipes up and goes, deal. Like <laughs> straight up, doesn't like make sure she's checked the sentence for loopholes nope. or anything like that. Just goes straight out for the magical deal and goes, "Yep, deal." And then everything in the in the room, all the candles light with like bluish glow, which immediately gives the game away that that was a magical deal being made. Um, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's the first first one that you've you've struck. The witch's army will help if the children are safe." Safe is a very subjective thing. That's true. That's true. Technically, they're safe. Like, if they're, you know, imprisoned, they're safe if they are um, not, like, being dangled by their feet over a fire. Like, they're... Yeah, no current death threat. Yeah, yeah. Which is maybe the meaning of safe. Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, right after they make the deal, everybody gets poofed away. The king and queen poof away everybody, except for Grace, who's just standing there like, hey, and they're like, oh, that's Where's right. My we, friends? <laughs> that's right. We forgot gargoyles. We can't 
be affected. Oh, shit. And she's really disgruntled by that fact as well. She's like, oh, shit, forgot. <laughs> yeah. I forgot like, oh, you can't be done with magic. Like, okay, well, we can. you can use the door. And so they lead Grace outside, and she ends up in this kind of, like, um, in this kind of plaza, and she's trying to identify where she is. She's taking pictures of road signs and, and sending them to the group chat, which, you know, really smart. Except I'm I'm thinking of this and I'm like, yeah, even oh, even with the signs and all the clues, I would have no idea where I am. I would have not even the slightest clue. <laughs> She's she was in Italy, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I would have been in my absolute element. I was like, oh my god, I speak Italian. Let's go. I would have ended up with lunch. The guys would have found me, and I would have been like tucking into some tiramisu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm left alone in Italy. This is great. I'm I'm unsupervised. Yeah, let's go. Um. So another one of the the witches comes to kind of Viola. Yeah, she comes to help. Um, and first of all, she explains what the crown does. The crown can basically take away a paranormal's power. And Grace is like, wait, I thought that this would give you infinite power. And she's like, well, don't you think that the ability to take away a paranormal's power is infinite power? And everybody's mm -hmm. just like, oh. But then Grace... And it's not just taking away permanently. You can choose how long yeah. for and which power and how much of it. You can Facebook ban them yes like, put them in jail yeah it's 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 like a little you can give them you know you can ground somebody like you're grounded for a week you until you learn how to be responsible with your powers until and you stop posting little pictures of nips banned. <laughs> and then then grace right when she finds out what it does Rather than thinking, oh, this would this is so useful. I could take away, you know, even if I'm just, even in a fight, I could even just take someone's power away for a minute, like you know, or if, just just for a week or whatever. Like there's so many useful applications for this for this with this information that she's just received about the crown, and she goes, never mind, I don't want it. How do I get rid of it? I'm just like, oh, Grace, you little <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even the guy, the guy right next to her is the one guy that doesn't get a little bit scared of what happens, like, with the crown. Everybody else kind of, like, backs away from her, like, knowing how much their powers mean to them. But Hudson stays there. He's like, yep, I made the right choice in mate, because she can take away my powers that I absolutely hate. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't even think about him. Like, she could give and say, like, okay, I can take your power away for a week, and there would be no consequence. I think that she feels like, you know, obviously she doesn't want him to have to use his power, but it's a, it's a good backup to have. Like, nobody, nobody wants, like, if, you know, it's like, nobody wants to use that type of weapon. It'd be like, you know, somebody who carries, like, a handgun in their purse, like, maybe, like, a single mom who lives in a bad, like, area who goes and, like, you know, gets, like, a concealed carry permit in the event that, like, someone tries to hurt her or her child, you know, it, it's not like she wants to use it, but if it came to saving the life of her baby, she might feel inclined to do so. And I feel like Grace kind of sees Hudson's powers the same way. Like, no, we don't want to have to resort to that. But 
if it comes down to us all being ripped apart, it is an option that we have. And Hudson, I do think is a little, it's a little drastic for him to say, no, I want it. I don't want to have this power at all. This is a curse. So, yeah. but you know. I do think it's like slightly melodramatic because I don't think he's found a single good reason to use it. Yeah. I mean, Grace is kind of, she's kind of got a similar, not an equal power, mm. but, you know, it, it's weird mm. that she would say that she doesn't want Hudson to, like, get rid of his power, and she's, you know, she kind of wants him to keep his power, but then at the same time, she immediately, mm. when she has a, a special power from the crown, crown, she just immediately doesn't want it. It's like, mm. it's not really an equal way to look at things. No. Um, so Flint gets a new prosthetic leg from what was her name? Iola. Yeah. He gets a new prosthetic leg. And I always thought that it was kind of weird, like that he got a prosthetic and not I mean, could I guess magic can't replace a limb. Maybe it's a magical prosthetic leg where it's got a little little bit more like power than a normal leg. Yeah, I mean, it changes with his dragon, doesn't it? Isn't that what... But doesn't it, didn't his normal leg do that? <laughs> yeah, doesn't it, like, shift as, like, a big... A big... Is it, like, a bigger prosthetic? Does he have, like, a... I'd like, I'd like to think that, like, he becomes a dragon, but the leg that's prosthetic stays human. <laughs> <laughs> like a little kickstand? Like a tiny little foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little tennis shoe on it. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like really unstable if he tries to stand because it's all right um let's go ahead and get into spoilers my spoiler is only one for court and it's it's just a quick one but amber's is for charm so um we'll let you know before we get to the charm spoiler in case you want to skip that but for court um liam said Something else, every time he says something, I'm, I'm being very critical of it because we're trying to decide if Liam has been bad all along or if, um, you know, the way that he was pleading innocence and, and basically just freaking out when Cyrus killed him in front of everybody. I mean, he claimed that he was innocent until the very end. And somebody who is truly, truly done wrong, I feel like at the last minute they might admit to their friends like, yes, it was me. Um, but he, up until he was, like, dead, he begged his friends, like, you know, to believe him. And there was another line that he said when they were in the plaza, um, and all, um, when all the lights in the plaza came on, he said that some of us were doing just fine in the dark. And it's kind of a yep. weird thing to say. It's bit melodramatic yeah it just it felt out of place like it's not like the vampires are nocturnal in this series it's not like you know it's not like they hunt at night you know there's nothing in this particular series that like alludes to the the vampires being like a nighttime creature for this particular I don't know. It just it just felt like a weird thing to say. It's not necessarily a damning sentence, but I dare say no. that this is another bad boy point. 
it just felt I don't yeah. know. It was just it was just a little bit of an off point where you're like, mm, why did you say that? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it just didn't seem, you know, nobody else was like, no, no, I like, I liked it dark. We should have left it like that, you know, it, I don't know, that was, that was just an odd one. Um, so not, not necessarily a damning point, but I do think that we can add this into our, our bad boy points for Liam. Um, okay, so world ending spoiler for Charm, possibly something that will come up in Cherish, which comes out in like, well, it'll be less than 10 days when we actually release the podcast. It We will be, oh my, less than a week. Yes. When this releases. Less Let than me go and get rid of Siren because she is. That's fine. That's fine. She's going to ruin the spoiler. <laughs> um, okay. Well, while you're doing that, um, I did want to say that I sent Amber a excerpt from Cherish that was released. Um, let me pull it up if you guys end up wanting to read it you should be able to look it up by going to entangled teens instagram account uh and then the link in their bio will lead you right to the little excerpt um it, it's pretty interesting it was let's see from the nerddaily.com and basically in this little bonus chapter um grace is in cyrus's office don't know how she got there but she notices that like the vampire court as a whole is being like redecorated or you know remodeled and she goes into cyrus's office and she notices that like everything is destroyed and there's a sledgehammer leaning up in the corner and Hud and she just assumes because Hudson has apparently made multiple trips to the vampire court since like everything from the the end of court, you know, has taken place. Um, she assumes that he's the one who did it. And she basically said, like, when when you can destroy everything with a thought, but you choose to use a sledgehammer, like there is some intention there. Like Hudson, he could have went into Cyrus's office and just poofed everything, but he really just wanted to destroy with a hammer and that leads me to believe that cherish is going to have a lot of hudson really dealing with what happened in his childhood and now that um the issue with his father is kind of contained that maybe we'll get a lot of emotions from hudson um you know where he is able to kind of uh release some of his trauma i guess and you know, deal with some of the things that, that he's dealing with. And I, I'm hoping that we don't have to deal with a, an angry Hudson again. Like, I, I think that it's really, really difficult. Some parts of court where Hudson is just kind of shutting down and having a really hard time and, and not opening up to grace. And I really, really hope that that phase of Hudson is over and that we don't have to relive that again and cherish, though completely justifiable if he's feeling that way, um, I, I completely understand. But at the same time, it is hard as a reader, you know, to uh, endure that with a character that you love so much. And, you know, knowing that this is the last book about Grace and Hudson, I really hope that we can get, like, their cute banter back. Um, similar to what we got to 
enjoy in Charm, which if you haven't gotten to read Charm yet, make sure that you do that before you read Cherish. Tracy Wolf actually just published a thing, I think on Facebook, um, basically saying that you need to have read Charm in order for Cherish to make sense. It is essential. You cannot skip it. And, um, you know, Charm, I mean, out of all of the books, I personally thought that Charm was one of the best. Um, it made me laugh the most. It was one of the most lighthearted. It had a lot of scenes that were very special to me. I, and I feel that way about Covet as well. I think that there were a lot of scenes in Covet that made me smile a lot. But Charm, there was something really special about that time that Grace and Hudson spent together and their characters really evolved during that time. Amber, are you back yet? I am. Okay. I, I, was just, I was just letting you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that you were, <laughs> it was just so quiet. I I thought that maybe you were still gone. So I was just trying to fill the void with my voice. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, I've, I've opened the back door um, for them to go out into the yard, but uh, we've got it all penned off because we've had our garden turfed and they're not allowed on it. So I'm hoping, I think she just needs a wee, but I, I have to physically take her out on a lead and take oh. her out for a walk to go to the toilet. So that's going to have to wait. Well, you go ahead and do do your spoiler and then we'll be, then we'll be done. Okay. All right. Right. So um, whilst Vi Viola, Viola is, um, is kind of talking to them in this weird square, um, she kind of puts these, this light on and that's when Liam makes the weird comment about he was being okay in the dark and then Macy goes oh good like I don't like being in the shadow and she replies there are a few witches especially good at dispelling shadows my dear and you are one of them and I was like oh my god yeah this could be this could be big and then she went I only know of one witch who can send even the fiercest shadow dweller running in fear and I think you might need her before your journey is over and that's right before she reveals that Macy's mum is alive and is living in the vampire court yeah so shadow dweller big big things so because Macy's like, well, I don't, I don't know how to do shadow magic, and she's like, no, but you will. Yeah, yeah. So either Macy's mom is gonna really come into play and cherish, maybe training Macy, or maybe it's just something mm -hmm. that Macy has inherited, and since she didn't know she had it, like maybe she's never tried to use it. But that, yeah, this I definitely think i mean the term just shadow dweller feels very much akin to the creatures that we see in charm so yes. yeah but yeah I'm, I'm kind of hoping that that might be like macy's chance to be a bit of a badass yeah like everybody else like they've always been the kryptonite to to whatever they're fighting but macy she tends to be kind of a bit of a an assistance role except for portals and I'm really hoping that Macy comes into her own in this book. Yeah, Macy because... always pulls through at the end to, like, save everybody's yeah. asses, but she's always kind of subtle, like, during the fighting. So I'm hoping that we get some, like, badass fight scenes with her really yes. taking charge. Um, and I really want to take this kind of revelation and reread the trials section when they're fighting the things that come from the shadows <gasps> oh to see whether macy's the only one that is capable of like 
make, making them move or whatever. Grace doesn't get teamed up with Macy I, at all during the, those trials, does she? No, I, I just can't. I can't remember what happens. So I'm going to be looking forward to reading those scenes to see whether it's true that Macy has like shadow, shadow spell casting ye powers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, cool. That was that was a good one. That was a, a good little a good little taste for us. Um, so we will have next week's. Uh, and then probably the seventh, I would say, would be either we wouldn't record, we would be either still reading Cherish before we do Cherish. Yeah. I'm just wondering how many more weeks we have left of court before we do the Cherish episode. I'm going to say that we'll probably do the Cherish episode on the 15th. That way we have a little bit of time to actually digest it. Yes. Um, and, that and it also means that everybody else has a chance to read it as well. Exactly. Because otherwise we would be recording on the day of release, which is n no good to anybody. <laughs> um, or the week after, which for a lot of people might not be feasible because some books, they are quite fat and take a while to read. Yeah. So I definitely think that the 15th would be a good date to put in. So you'll have three more, two more weeks of court. And then the third week will be Cherish. Yes, yes. So keep the 15th in mind. Um, unless something happens, you know, obviously we can't prevent emergencies if something happens. But the 15th should be the date that we release our Cherish episode for those who read it um, or, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're able to finish it in that time. Um, if not, you can always come back and listen to the episode later. Basically, we'll just be covering everything from the book um, front to back, like we have done in our past court episode. We have a charm episode where we cover the whole book and we try to digest, you know, all of that material and spit it out all into one episode. So look forward to that, guys. Um, other than that, I guess we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.